What up, everybody? I'm Taylor with Jesse, Dave, and Lindsay from Cover 4. We have the Cover 4 podcast rolling on December 22nd, 21st. First. First day of winter. First day of winter up in here. Lindsay is on Periscope getting all of your questions, mainly Derek's. Mainly Derek Eagleton's. Hi, Derek. Get all of our questions for us. Send them. Lindsay's patrolling for the nice comments because you have to be naughty or nice around this time of year. So don't be naughty. Don't put any naughty comments. I'll bring the naughties. I'm not afraid of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, bring on the naughties. It's Friday. Depends on what you're definitely Jesse's ready for it. It's Friday. It's happy holidays. Yes. We've really celebrated yes. on cover four. All week. All week. All week. We were we were in the we were in the ho- our energy, our our festivity our content. I we, felt it. We were in the holiday spirit all week long. It, it started with your first gift. You know, it's the 12 days of Christmas, and Jesse started it off with the first gift of candy. Yes. That's true. He gave us those surprise candy bags, and it was Took just... Us to the next It level. did. Yeah. It did. Every I now think. and again, you need that, that kind of that thing that just to get you over that that hump. Yeah. I figured that those, those would do it. What would you give the Cowboys right now to get over the... The hump of last week's shutout. Ooh, I would give them a gift of red zone efficiency. Mm. You said burn the tape earlier this yes. week. Yes. Yeah, no, well, because here's the thing. You you watch certain games, and nothing goes right for you in that game. Like, that game, like yeah. you hear a lot. Oh, you know, phase of the game, right? The kicking game, offense and defense. Literally nothing went right. They had a field goal block. They gave up. A shutout on, on offense, they got shut out on defense, they got mauled. And that's the kind of tape you just say, you know what? We don't even have to rehash this. This isn't who we really are in some aspects of the game. Let's just burn this tape yeah. and just get fo- look forward to Tampa Bay and say, let's focus all our energy and efforts on Tampa Bay. Don't even worry about that debacle of a game last week. What did you retweet last night, that stat that really hurt all of our eyes? We don't want to see it anymore. Is it was it about the red zone? Yes. I mean, w- it was red zone. The Cowboys are thirty first in red zone offense, and the Buccaneers are thirty second in red zone defense. You have to say your you have to say your your tweet though. Like you had like a, a wordy, wordy. Dave had phrase. a pun or a, no, a little joke. Our friend Bobby was involved. I I, I don't know. What I know he had a stat that night. said like the Cowboys in like the last seventeen or eighteen they're red ni- zone trips. They're they nineteen. Had, like, they're nineteen of forty one in the red zone, just overall. But they have like. Netted 17 total yards or That's something crazy something like crazy that. Like oh, oh, they have. Um, Thank you, Kent. Yeah, they have like 16 rushing yards and or no, four rushing yards in their last 16 attempts in the red zone. There right. we go. It's like 17, but it's like overall 17 net yards. That was like two or three nights ago, not last night. But well, I hear you. And Lindsay's bold prediction, which I could see it happening. Zeke getting a big game this weekend, and you were talking about how Ms. D shared on Twitter. That he, mm-hmm. since he's been playing football since the age of seven, he's never played on a team that did not score any points, which makes sense because he's usually the one scoring oh, point. the points. <laughs> so I feel like they're like, no, this is uncomfortable. Let's not do that again. Let's get going. I said over the weekend, like, it sounds counterintuitive, but they were so bad against the Colts that it made me feel confident. Like, I was just like, oh, yeah. like This, this isn't them. I was like, this isn't them. They're not that bad. I mean, they're not that good a lot of the time either, especially when it comes to stuff like red zone scoring. But 
they're not – I mean, they haven't looked that terrible. Even at the beginning of the season when they were losing to Carolina and Seattle, they didn't look as bad as they did. I will say it makes me more That's confident something. that they're at home this weekend because we've seen them struggle on the road this season and be unchar- uncharacteristic on the road. Listen to me. I okay. do not Listen to him, Dave. want to go up to New Jersey – Without having clinched this division, I do not want to do. I was that. about to say, what do you want to say about my home state? No, New Jersey's no, New Jersey's fine. It smells. New Jersey's fine in my experience. I I don't want to go up there needing a win against. Right. The Brian Broaddus said it probably six weeks ago. We were just talking about all. Scenarios. Oh, I thought he was on the Periscope. I was like, thank you, Brian. <laughs> Brian, are you kidding me? He's not on here with these. Classic. Guys. That's classic, Brian Broaddus. Stick you... it right up your rear. Here, here we go. go. There you go. I'm the only one that's been to jail. Just get ready. Just get ready. We're going up. We're... <laughs> Gonna have to go up I'm to the, the guy here's been in jail. Go up to the Forest Hills, New Jersey Mall and hang around. You don't want to do that, guys. You don't want, you don't to, do want to do that. that. Last, week the ground, last week of the as season. Last week of the season. As crazy as Mickey sounds, I have to agree with him. Oh God. Yeah, because Mickey will call Dub. <laughs> <laughs> he will. Yeah. So you know the thing of it is, is that they'll be at home this week. They'll be, you know, excited to actually clinch the NFC East in front of their fans on their home field, which they have a home field advantage this year. It's Christmas time. The red kettles are still out. I really feel positive about this weekend. You, you don't want to go into Christmas next week with that with that hanging on your head. You, no. don't, you don't want that bag of coal hanging from from your stocking over the chimney, losing yeah. two games in a row, losing to the Colts, and then turn around losing at home to Tampa Bay, especially if Philadelphia goes out and wins another football game. And you'll know about the Redskins on Saturday. You will. Yeah. Our friend on uh, Periscope, Turlock, says fans – are crazy continuing to blame the coaches when players are failing to execute simple assignments. Where do you guys fall on that argument? It's a little bit of both. Yeah, I said I said that at the beginning. I mean, it's a play-by-play basis. The uh, thank you, Jason. Thanks, coach. <laughs> I mean, the the play to the the play call to Jameez Olawale was a good play call. It was. It was he, great. He was there. The throw should have been better. The catch should have been better. But here's the thing on that, and I agree with you. I, I think Olawale is a professional player. It's a professional football player. He should make this catch. But the one area, the one area where you decide to get creative, exactly. You pick. If there's if there was a Good list, point. if Good there was a point. list of who is the best suited to catch a pass in the red zone and who is the least suited eligible player to catch a pass in the red zone, Jameis Olawale is probably dead last. Yeah. And then you use the one area of getting creative to Tyler throw the pass what a caught it to the one guy who <laughs> right has probably if there was like a bravado poll or a percentage, he would have the highest percentage of the person who would not be able to convert this pass play. And you throw it to him. Yeah. It was very Pete Carroll. Yes. Yeah. They they do not. Sorry, Tay. No, go they, ahead. They don't have confidence in themselves to just do the obvious thing, which I get it. Their offensive line is a mess, but it's been a season-long trend. They like There it is. They get down there, and they're just like, well, we can't run it. They know we're going to run it. And I'm like, well, isn't that the whole point? Isn't that <laughs> why you drafted all these O-linemen and this running back is so that even when they know you're going to run, you can run? But then, like, when you come out of a timeout and you know they're going to run, and then you get stuffed. Yeah. No, and that, well, it's funny. I said this during the game. I was like, they get creative when they probably don't need to get creative. And then when they need to get creative, they, they get do, cute. They, well, no. They get basic. They do the obvious they get, thing. Yeah. Like, so it's third and one. 
I would run it twice. I would probably sneak Dak Prescott twice in that scenario. Yeah, but don't bring in the jumbo package. No, because right? no, it doesn't work. It never works. Don't bring in and the more fat guys. That's my well. That's the well, problem though. They're not even well, fat. This is a fat inclusive show here. The, which, <laughs> hey, I'm not the the guys on this team's jumbo package are tiny. Like Dalton Schultz, Rico Gathers, and Blake Jarwin. Who are they blowing off the ball? They're they're athletic tight ends. They're not like these big blockers. Right now, guys. he's too fat. Mm-hmm. I need that he's got an ass drop, Kent, if you can pull that one up, too. Brian? No, Nick. Oh. <laughs> um, I think Douglas deleted that oh, one. Oh, damn it. Douglas. So you have two opportunities to get a yard on third and one. You get cute. It doesn't work. And then you're like, well, here we come. Our 240-pound tight ends are going to blow you off the ball, and it gets wrecked. <laughs> Blakey. Don't love it. I don't love it. Guys, so, you know, back to the Bucks. I was I was super interested about the fact that they're, like, so terrible on the road. So I was reading this whole article, and this guy basically wrote from Tampa Bay about how in the 2016 game, I think it was, like, it was December 18th, 2016, the Bucks had been on a five-game winning streak. They were 8-5. and yeah, five. They were good. just, like, kind of cruising through the league. They were kind of a playoff did they make Eight it to the five? No, they huh? were on the they were on they were in the fringe. They were like in contention for a wild card. Yeah, and you know, people were like, Okay, Jameis is your dude, Mike Evans, it was unstoppable. They had just gotten a win against the San Diego Chargers at the time. They were still in San Diego on the road. Come to AT and T Stadium, lay an egg. It was actually a closer game. It was like twenty six twenty. That's pretty close. But then since then, he has not won a road game, Jameis Winston. We broke him. I did not know that. Yeah, so that's crazy to me over the fact that— 0-12 on the road. Yeah, like he's had, what, now all these seasons, then the suspension, but then back and forth with Fitz. I remember the that game was the week before the Lions game when they just obliterated the Lions, and I feel like it runs together and people— it- the Lions would have been the next week. That's what I said. It was the or did I did I say it was the game after? I mean it was the game before. Game. So the, the no, Bucks, Bucks were the game right. before. The Bucks game was on the 18th, and the Lions game was on yes, the 26th. Yes, 26th. Um, and though I feel like people those two games run together for me, and I think of that Bucks game as like this blowout win, but it was not. Like that was a it was a six point. It was 26-20. The Bucks had the ball with a chance to win near the end of the game, and David Irving was just eating the right tackle for lunch like they could not get the ball off because of david irving mike evans was making some plays in that game i also remember it was like five degrees and your poor sister was the (laughs) pregame act in the plaza that is true there were like and this is not an alex stern has an amazing singing voice it's not an indictment of her talent ability but it was five degrees and there was just nobody out there nobody wanted to stand outside and watch her sing this is true well that game had gotten flexed remember in 2016 there was like six games in a row that got flexed or something crazy there were six games all primetime games. That game got flexed. She was originally scheduled to perform for the noon game. Got flexed. It was literally like 12 degrees. The next week for Christmas in Texas, it was like 73. Yeah, I remember that. It and was everyone was like, oh, it's so beautiful outside. <laughs> Where Alex. were you last week? Inside. Could, could the time. Cowboys clinch on Sunday, guys? Our friend wants to know. Just could they? Will, if oh. they clinch. Oh, if they. Will they rest Zeke week 17? And I... I think we've learned from Jason Garrett he doesn't like to rest people, but what do He's, you think? He doesn't. He you know he we play sixty well, Zeke minutes. Well, is a little banged up. He he said this at you know somebody asked him like why were all the starters in the game with four minutes to play in a blowout loss to Indy? And, well, we play we play sixty minutes. We play to the whistle, but you know we can make exceptions. And I, yeah, I did notice that when he was saying that because he was, was like really firm in that, but then. Yeah. 
he's not an idiot. Like, yeah, I think he would. Be, I think it would be similar to uh, Eagles to that Eagles game a couple years ago. I think like you would, you know, Zach Martin. I would sit Zeke. I would sit. I would probably sit Tyron Smith. I'm and then, asking about what you would do, David. I think that's. I think that's what he would do too. Okay. I, I think that game made me so mad. I think, and if you're talking about sitting Zach Martin and Tyron and Smith, I wouldn't let Dak. Play I, I was going to sound like I would. I wouldn't let him play for more than a few series. Like okay. you know, he wouldn't be in there after like certainly after halftime, but probably not even into the second quarter. Remember yeah. that game, Dave? Yeah, they had Nathan Peterman in his quarterback. No, not Nathan Peterman. That was last season. Sudfeld. Sudfeld. Nathan Sudfeld. And they're winning. The Eagles are winning. Obviously, Uh, like no players are playing anymore. I think competitive. Tony Romo threw his last touchdown Mm -hmm. in that game to Terrence Williams. (laughs) And I remember they start doing like the goodbye chant to the Cowboys fans. And I'm like, this isn't even a playoff team. Yeah. Like, like, who do they think they are? Zach Ertz had two touchdowns. And like the the Eagles. I miss that version of Tay. The Eagles were pumped in the press box. She wanted to take on every opposing fan. That's press box fan. (laughs) Taylor was not. She wasn't being subtle at all. She was like, I'd be embarrassed if I were an Eagles fan. This is pathetic. Yeah. You're cheering about a meaningless game. You're not going to the playoffs. And we are. I would shut up if I were you. (laughs) I miss that Tay. It was press box Tay. She was aggressive. I can't be that way when we're here at the star because brian and nate would murder me why because they're the ones that are too busy yelling oh my they're, gosh yeah there's no more room for any sound to like bounce off the walls in the studio whenever it's a game. I hear it gets lit in the studio when brian and nate are watching a cowboys game that's what i've been told oh. we're in the hush press box you can't yeah, make too much, you can't make much noise in the yeah press box no the this it still does happen though a little bit sometimes i've been I in hear, there i oh, it's, hear it's the great it's the great lie we talked about this on monday like NFL press box are nowhere near as professional as you would think that they are. And I no. feel like they keep getting more lax and more lax. Nah, we get hushed on our end. I don't know Do about, you, oh, yo, oh, they come and hush us. Like, our, never forget the greatest hush that happened to me, and it wasn't even, remember? Yes. You were distracting me. She's you were still, distracting I was, what, what was the play? I, I was on the It was a preseason row. game, wasn't it? No, it wasn't a preseason game. You were, it, was it? I don't, I just remember. It was literally so pointless, but I was you were the sitting back next row. to me. No one saw, except the people next to me, <laughs> you and Dave. And it was like. <laughs> and you got shushed. And over the top. I, I was like, can someone sh- But the, the best please? thing was, is I wasn't making noise. I was rolling my arms. I think Dak like rushed for a touchdown. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Hey, hey. But I made no noise, but I still got the biggest like arm grab and shush. From one of the uh, Usher people? Sure. No? Sure. We'll go with that. She doesn't okay. want to name names. Oh, okay. I, won't, I won't bring Everyone listens to Cover 4 podcasts. It's it's, it was highly. It was a close second for the Big Leads Best Podcast of 2018. Is that right? Yeah. It was what? right up there, the Cover 4 podcast. But, yeah, I mean, I really I have a positive feeling about this game. I appreciate when people watch our show and then respond back to us about our bold predictions. Like, I'll notice, like, when the game's going on. You saw this, like, last week or maybe two weeks ago, the Eagles game. Like, when people know our bold predictions, yeah. they'll be, like, tweeting at us during the game. I love it. Yeah. Well, someone tweeted at me last night, and they're like, I think Byron Jones will get a pick six, too, and that will set the tone. And I do think if that does happen, it will, because then the offense is like, look, the defense continues to carry us. Now they can't carry us with points. We have to get on the board. And they, that, I mean, maybe that did throw the offense for a loop last week in Indy because they couldn't stop Indianapolis, the offense. I mean, Not the defense, they, they couldn't even, they didn't really get a stop. Yeah. And I don't know. Off, I mean, the offense has been what it is all year. Right. When the defense 
didn't live up to par last week, that's what happens with this team. Yeah, you got to have that them setting the tone. Yeah. Because you look for those opportunities, that short field, that momentum change, doing something to give you maybe like a, a, an advantage. And the defense didn't give the offense that last week, and they kind of were spinning their wheels. But to, to talk about your point, Taya Byron getting a pick six, if there was ever a week – besides probably the last week if Eli Manning plays, if there was ever a week for anyone to get a pick six, this will probably be the best week. Please? This will probably be yes. the best week because 20% that of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers' drives end on a turnover. That's true. 20%. And 32 on the year. I, I didn't want to boys. say this in my bold prediction because I wanted to go with the Byron Jones Pro Bowl storyline, but it will probably be Jeff Heath in this game. Him and Jameis. Go. This weird, this this is weird where the goat connection bond <laughs> in 2015. Was, yeah. The team went down to Tampa Bay on a you know exciting day for me. Holly Holmes had just beaten Ronda Rousey the night before. Yes. It was super hyped. And... I think Jeff Heath like made this great interception in the game, and yeah, then two, at I the, believe yeah. Well, then at the mm-hmm. end, the big penalty lost the game. Yeah, but then in 2016, he also had another pick on Jameis. They, It'll probably be Jeff. Give Heath, us more picks, Jameis. They need Thank to you. win that. They need to an win advance. the turnover battle in this game. They didn't have one last week. I think the last time they had multiple in a game was against Washington on Thanksgiving. I think. And they scored 30 points in that game. And there's just there's no reason why they can't get at least one. Okay, I have a question. So two years ago, Cowboys win the East. The T-shirts say, hold down the East. What's the phrase this year? I mean, we could probably take something from whatever the Rams had on their T-shirts. You know, they always have that phrase, like yeah. Kings, of the, Kings of the North. The for- Rams, the Bears, and the Saints have all clinched. I think it just, I think it might say, like, blank runs the division, you know, Cowboys run the East or something like that. I'll get down to the bottom of this. Are you guys going to get that shirt? No. No. It better be on my desk. I was say, wasn't like, like to pay for it? To you, pay for the shirt? Yeah. Not happening. No, I'm not, uh, I'm not a bit, I don't, I don't, yeah. No. Cover four doesn't pick no. So pay for us. Brian spoke with pro shop people yesterday. We're gonna have the hats at our set if they win. I'm gonna make Brian wear it during the show. That's awesome. That's a great idea. With his bow tie. And if not, I will throw them all outside and let the winter wind sweep them away. Whoa. Because <laughs> you don't want to watch that Giants game. I don't. I don't. We're staying in suburban New Jersey. Oh, we're gonna. Can, does your stomach just kind of get a little upset already I'm thinking just, about just that scenario, the tenseness of it all? Yeah, I'm gonna eat the dinner. plane ride. I'm gonna eat dinner at the Cheesecake Factory and just be like, oh boy. Do they still stay in Jersey City? No, that's well. They preferably they put us in Jersey City when we go to New York, but for whatever reason it wasn't available. So we're literally we're staying in Short Hills, which is oh by the mall. Yeah, like. 30 minutes, 40 minutes yeah. away from the city. Two years ago, we went to New York. This is when I was still traveling, and it was snowing, and it was so magical. And I remember Alfred Morris was doing Snow Angels, and it was amazing. They lost that game. It was it was the same week. <laughs> so great. It was so, so beautiful. Magical. It was so majestic, and they lost. What I'm saying, though, the they were kind of fooling around, not really focused in on the game. Next week, they come and beat the Bucks. And this is really important about this game because Tampa is a team that wants to quit, but you have to give them a reason to quit. Like that, you have to give they them want, a reason. You just gotta step on their throats a little bit and they'll Whoa. quit. 
What like you, you do. Right? Step but, on their like, like like an the, early interception, and then that the game will be done. But that's the one thing that f- I fear because the Cowboys' offense at times can be slow at getting started, especially in these earlier games. Even though it's at home, you have an earlier game. Why? You, what is it with the noon games? Like, why are we team? playing them? Or no, David. <laughs> what? No. Lindsay's just... not that uneducated. No. Well, Here he goes again trying that's... to serve up. No. You need to be a professional analyst. I just out think there. they start slow on noon games. Yeah. And, and honestly, like the time change matter. You, your morning starts a little bit earlier. Yeah. You know, you know, you kind of quite got you hadn't gotten into your day just yet. You're still kind of yawning a little bit. You know, this team doesn't and play a lot of noon. I think right. I think it matters for these guys. Like, yeah. I mean, in 2016, the Eagles game, which didn't matter, was like the first noon game they'd played in probably a month. Mm-hmm. No, more than a month. And honestly, it, it throws your routine off in the morning. Like when you're when you're at home and you're used to kind of getting up, you know, getting your omelet and getting your waffle and doing your, you know whatever, and then you leave and then you go home and then you do whatever you do at home, maybe get dressed and then you come to the game. Just from our perspective, like when they when this team plays a seven thirty game, like doesn't matter when your alarm goes off, right? Like you you can run here around three or four. You, you know? can you run some errands, you eat some lunch, you, you do what you got, you know, you have a kind of have a day to yourself, and then at like four o'clock you go to work. Whereas for a noon game, like I'm gonna have to get up at like seven something in the morning on oh Sunday. Oh my gosh, Dave. you guys are the worst, man! <laughs> you guys are the worst. Prayers up for a big man. <laughs> Everyone pray oh, for David. As but, a mother, I'm sorry that you don't have to get up early every day. But as a player, you think about it. If the game is at noon, right? You have to be there <laughs> two hours before. Yes. Yeah. So you got to be there at ten. Yeah. Which means your morning routine starts a little bit differently. You have to be up a little bit earlier because if you come over and you do hot cold to- cold tub, if you do your stretching routine. Whatever it is that you normally do, everything now gets bumped up. And so your body sometimes just isn't ready to go into that full, like that full drive. And you can't, st- this team, as bad as Tampa can be, it also can be a very explosive team. They have a ton of explosive plays. Don't forget They have about a Mike ton Evans. of explosive players. Yeah. And Deshaun Jackson, I'm here, is, is playing yes, in this game. Playing. So, of course. Uh, of course. Of course. And then it's, and you're st- like people get up to play the Cowboys at play the Cowboys in general, but when they come here, it's an extra incentive to beat them in Jerry's world. And especially when you have nothing to lose on this. And you have nothing to lose. A lot of these guys have That's already That's the problem with these last two teams, also. If you if you ask each one of these guys honestly on this football team, I bet you seventy five percent already have their flight information, hotel reservations for their trip to Cabo in the offseason. Like they like the season ends for them. They do their exit meetings. They're gone. Yeah, I, New Year's I, plans, Vegas, Vegas already. Like the cars are back at the at the offseason home. I would. They I, already I would have, have it. I would have all that stuff booked. Like it would be. It would be. What would it be? I'd, Where Cabo, would you be, David? Vegas. What beach would you be on? I'd go to like the French Riviera or something. If I was an NFL Ooh, player. So sophisticated. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. Ibiza. You ever heard that song? That's Spain. Yeah. A lot of these Spain. players, don't, they're, they don't have that sophisticated taste. You're right. They're like, oh, we're going to Vegas, bro. We're going to Miami, bro. We're going to Cabo. Ew, cringe. Vegas yeah. would be fun, too. Um, Guys, I found Ugh. out the saying. Not wholesome enough for me. This year, it's repping the West, repping the East, repping the North. Repping? That's reppin'. so 2002. That's really Somebody lame. Somebody came up to, uh, with it, and they're like, this year, like. How about rapping? Oh, we've got a I'm comment not. here that says Shannon Gross ready for Cancun. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he goes to Playa, actually. He's got his trip to Fine. Playa already Shannon. booked. When does he go? Uh, like championship weekend. 
Oh, no faith. Well, so, Damn. I mean, he's, I never go to he's, he's worked here for like 15 years. So he's like, never well, happened. So it's been on the book but for 15 that's, years. That's his joke all it the time. It's back a week. I think this year it's like Pro Bowl weekend. Okay. We either it's around that time of year, but either way, like he, he always jokes like, well, Either I get to go to Mexico or I get to cancel my Mexico trip for a Super Bowl <laughs> yes, run. So, yes. like, either way, I'm fine True. with it. I, I just remember being in a locker room with a team with about three or four games left and there was no chance for us going to the playoffs and literally hearing guys in the locker room, like, on the phone with travel agents, on the phone with, like, their people. You know, to come listen, part of me like is, like, you guys kind of deserve that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you've been doing this Yeah, but since- you checked out four games left. Four games is, but but have you like they're still yeah. gonna play? Hey, they're still people, gonna go out and do it. People with people with regular jobs can book. If I told you, oh, I know. if yeah. I told you who it was, and Kirk's you and went Hicks. back and watched the film, Ooh. you would see that they completely. Like, oh, they, so you're talking about like a select few. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about individuals, not yeah. everybody, but a select few that was like Definitely. totally checked out. Like, Definitely, people check out, give up, make business decisions. But there's a lot of blue collar guys. That would be me. Back in you out. know the Jesse oh. Hollies of the world. Dave would, would would be like, I don't coach. Have, I'm sitting out, and you can't make me back. Play. In July, I don't have the mental strength. My for that. boyfriend's David. family decided that their Christmas gift for everyone was going to be a full paid, all paid trip to <gasps> Turks and Caicos. Oh, oh my god! That's so cool. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm not going yeah, It doesn't feel good, does it? Yeah. Oh, we're talking about this year. Turks and cakes. Yeah, now this okay. team's going go to go to the playoffs. You've got to stay here. Story for Uh-oh. Jesse. has no idea what I'm talking She's about. Not, she hasn't finished the story, Lens. Sorry. Okay, so back to it. Back in July, they planned it. They wanted to go over Christmas break. I said, I don't get a Christmas break. So then they planned it January 5th through the 10th, the Saturday through the Thursday. Mm. So all year it was like either this team is going to be terrible when they're three and five. I was like, looks like we're going to Turks and Caicos. Get the bathing suit ready. (laughs) Then five game win streak. No. So now, so still now up where in are the you? air. Not, now where are you at? We're still up in the air a little bit. You will not be going to Turks and Caicos. I, I don't believe because of the way this team is playing. But <laughs> What are the dates? Happen. January 5th through the 10th. So 5th is that Saturday that That's... the Cowboys could play. Oh, it always happens that way. Yeah. But then you can just jump on the plane Sunday and miss work. No. We'd have a cover four. I wouldn't want to do that. I'm in a I'm in a wedding on Wild Card Saturday. The guy asked me to do it in the summer, and I was like, "That's Wild Card Weekend." And he was like, "I know. Don't worry about it." I'm like, all right, this is on you, man. So are you going? I don't know. We'll see. See, Dave's <laughs> if, in my same boat. If we play, if the Cowboys play a Wild Card game on Saturday, is I'd, it here? No, it's in New Orleans. If the Cowboys played on Saturday, I'd probably miss. And if they played on Sunday, I'd go to the wedding and fly, and back, fly back Sunday morning. Yeah. All right. Well, we got to wrap up before talking Cowboys gets in here. But guys, great week of shows. Great holiday spirit. Keep it going. Way to just lead us through this podcast, Taylor. Wait, I think did can a we get job. a round of a pleasey for everyone? Kent, Caden, Tex, God rest make some merry great graphics this week. No, I thought Lens was going to sing with you. All right, pregame show running at eleven. Just laid out on me right here. Come holla at me in the West Plaza. What up, mess? This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about you, Cowboys? Yeah!